I spotted Chelsea sitting at the far end of the giant U-shaped table, her back facing the large paned windows on the opposite side of the room. Her straight, dark red hair cascaded over the edge of the chair, and her jean miniskirt was paired with a dark purple top set off by a long golden necklace. She looked like she'd thrown her clothes on in the morning without a second thought. No one would have guessed that she didn't let me get off the phone with her the night before until she decided on the perfect outfit. When I sat down next to her, I knew that my dark jeans and light blue tank top I'd thrown on that morning looked plain next to her ensemble. Who would have thought that you would almost be late on the first day of school? She snickered, keeping her voice to a low whisper. It wasn't my fault, I replied, leaning back in the plastic chair. Jeremy was late picking me up. I knew that his being late wasn't worth getting angry about, but my relationship with Jeremy was changing, and not for the best. He was constantly with his new varsity teammates, and while I knew it was normal for him to want to spend time with them, it hurt whenever he pushed me to the side. I couldn't help but hope that he didn't get elected co-captain, even though it was an awful thought to have. He'd tried introducing me to a few of his new friends as girlfriends, but I couldn't relate to them sitting on the bleachers analyzing every play on the field. While I did go to all of his games, kicking a ball around and barely scoring wasn't entertaining in the slightest, at least not to me. I didn't realize that I was lost in my thoughts and hadn't heard a word Mrs. Wilder said about the beginning of the school year until the opening of the door brought my mind back into focus. I looked up in curiosity, wondering who else would risk being late on the first day. The moment my eyes met with his, the other students in the room blurred into the background. My heart felt like it was pumping at a faster-than-normal rate, and my lips parted slightly as I took in the sight of the boy who looked so familiar, even though I couldn't remember where we'd met before. His spiky black hair was gelled to make it appear like he'd just rolled out of bed, although I had an image of what he would look like if it were a bit longer, with no gel. The midnight blue jeans, black shirt, and matching leather jacket that he wore seemed impractical in the summer heat, but I couldn't picture him wearing anything but dark heavy clothes. He yanked his gaze away from mine and scanned over the other students in the room, breaking the spell between us. Realizing that I'd been staring at him for longer than socially acceptable, I turned my attention down to my fingernails and pretended to be interested in the chipped pink polish. I tried to think of where we could have met before, but nothing clicked. It was like trying to recall a forgotten dream. Each time I felt close to remembering where we'd met, the memories slipped away. You must be Andrew Carmichael, Mrs. Wilder stated the familiar name. I looked back up at him, but was still unable to figure out why I felt like I'd met him before. He leaned against the door and crossed his arms over his chest, glancing around the room again. I go by Drew, he said, sounding just as bored as he looked. Mrs. Wilder ignored his attitude. Please take a seat next to Elizabeth, she suggested, pointing to the chair next to mine, the last empty seat in the classroom. Not wanting to be caught staring at him for a second time, I leaned down to grab a pen from my bag, trying to ignore the feeling of my blood pulsing faster through my body as he got closer. I was aware of his every movement, and it was impossible to act unaffected as he took the seat beside me. 
Goosebumps sprung up along my arms, and I inhaled the scent of new leather accompanied by a crisp trace of pine, reminding me of a campfire on a winter night. I tried taking shorter breaths in an attempt to ignore his presence beside me, but it didn't work.